ho. <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone. And welcome to the Christmas-ish version. Is it like holiday-ish version or christmas Something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm calling it the Xmas cast. The Xmas cast? Yeah. Okay. So it's just like, here's the, here's the lowdown. We almost weren't even going to do an episode this week. We were like, you know, because it happened to fall on Christmas Eve, the uploading date. So we're like, a lot of people will miss the upload. And I normally never upload on holidays for that reason. And but then we were like, it'd be fun to just like have something really mellow, low key and something related to like the holiday vibes, even if, you know, not everyone out there is, you know, I guess we're not Christian either, though. So we just we're like one of those people that just celebrates it for. Just because it's tradition. Fun. I mean, it's just tradition. Just because so. it's Santa's day, Santa's yeah. birthday or something, right? <laughs> Whoa. I'm Whoa. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. But for real, um, I've just been feeling so awful the last couple days. It actually started yesterday morning. Like my whole jaw locked up, which I guess is something that happens with autoimmune diseases. You can end up with like lo- TMJ. I might have TMJ. I don't know. But I like... My jaw hurts so bad, so I have an ice pack. So if you see me like icing my jaw, and then I'm not doing, even though this is a ponder session, I normally do read half of it. Josh is going to read the whole thing today because my mouth literally hurts from talking. My eyes hurt right now because I just filmed a video and ended up like crying during it. I'm just a mess. So (laughs) it's good we're not doing anything too, too serious today. We're doing something really fun and chill and just, you know, we thought you guys would enjoy something a little more relaxed yeah exactly for the there's, holidays there's the last really one of the year. there's really no agenda for today it's just gonna be we're yeah. just gonna wing it no i'm just kidding we we no, have we some, have a, some have things organized um but yeah so today will be really chill hopefully you guys enjoy you know the holidays are always busy so mm-hmm. you know we just wanted to put something out there for you to listen to while you're baking those those christmas cookies mm-hmm. tomorrow and or i guess today but yeah, so today we are going to be talking about some different things related to Christmas as well as some interesting uh, news stories from this week. Um, this week's Patreon question is actually very interesting as well. And it, it says, hey guys, my name is Miranda B. And my question is, do you guys think that with our generation of people becoming more woke, spiritual, but not religious and more curious about the earth and our universe that we are coming closer to being a type one civilization? fucking love these questions you guys send in i know seriously i was just about to say like i kind of was nervous to even ask for questions at the beginning so i was like what if they like write kind of dumb ones like no offense but what if they were like no suck? most of them have been like All really deep which is great because Good, like topics for conversation exactly or or i love that you guys are watching our episodes and then you're coming up with questions based mm-hmm. upon what you learned in them like clearly you know you know she's talking about a type one civilization what does that mean where did we even talk about that in in the past i think it was uh all the way back to like the very beginning yeah well we've mentioned it a lot because it's like one of my favorite things to bring up i think it's so interesting it's a part of the kardashev scale if you don't know what that is but um it's like a it's i guess a theoretical scale yeah created by this what is he a scientist yeah kardashev and of like what the different levels of societies would be. And according to him, we are type zero. We Based don't even upon, like yeah. get on the scale. Right. Based upon like everything encompassing what a civilization yeah. is. Technology, science, Working medicine. Working together. To communication. People. Exactly. Like, Spiritual. 
um, mm-hmm. aspects and just being connected with the the planet that you're on because mm-hmm. the Kardashev scale can be measured across all types of civilizations, all it's types like of, a wokeness scale. of species, extraterrestrial species out there. Woke so, scale? What do you so think? what do you think? Are we coming closer to being a type one civilization? I think so. Because people I think are, definitely are waking up. You agree? I think You're shaking so. your head yes. Because I already said yes, I do. I mean, I think it's taking a long ass time, but like we're getting there, I think. Um, but we're going to need something like big to happen. Like like we are going to need to like have disclosure before anything like that happens, I think. And what do you mean by disclosure? Like people are going to need to know that there's aliens. Okay, sure. No, I, I 100% agree with that. I think that in order to be a type one civilization, we needed the internet for one. I don't think we could ever get there without the internet. Just because if you look at how, how much the internet has impacted civilization as a whole, how it's opened us up to so many things we didn't know, allows people to post whatever they want, and it's it's opened up information that we wouldn't have had otherwise prior to the internet, you know, like, yeah, but the main thing with like becoming a type one civilization is like our technologies and things like that, that are just, you know, we're still running off fossil fuels. We're still using the same technology that was developed a hundred years ago. You know, airplanes are still relatively the same. So it's Mm -hmm. like, what is it going to take for us to move to the next level where we're using, you know, different types of, of energies that are out there and, you know, anti-gravity type things. So I think we're, I think we're getting very close. I think we're very close to moving into a type one civilization, which is being yeah. able to I'd say utilize like 200 years. Fierce energy. What do you think? 200 years? 200 years till then? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's my guesstimate. I think it'll be in our Maybe lifetime. Maybe two or 300. Hopefully. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. No. You I think, think you think things are going to happen so fast. It could Think though. about how long life is, Josh. Like how many years... Have gone on like what why would all of a sudden it happen really fast like all this because if you look at if you look at how everything has changed over the years it, I know. it multiplies at a faster rate i know but still, look at computers i know but still like to get to that point type one where that means we have like a united world government we have all one religion <laughs> new world order one, basically yeah new which world is interesting which is an interesting angle to look at it from is like like you just said, part of being a type one civilization is kind of having everybody come together mm-hmm. globally and become one, you know, one people, one That's religion. That's the most interesting part of it to me. But that is exactly like what people believe the new world order is. And, you know, maybe the new world order isn't a sinister thing. Maybe yeah, it's more of a maybe it's collective good. humanity type, you know, run thing. So I don't know. It's really interesting. But I think I think it all hinges on aliens. I, I think at the end oh, of the yeah. day. All of this hinges on whether or not we 100% know for fact that extraterrestrials are here, they're visiting us, we have their technology, we've reverse engineered their technology, which, shout out Bob Lazar, there's that oh, new documentary. Yeah. We got it, we got, we're going to do an episode upcoming in the next couple of weeks on Bob mm-hmm. Lazar, Area 51, and his Probably whole the second experience. One of 2019. Yes, because it's very interesting. Um, there's a new documentary that just came out. It's really good. That uh, talks uh, talks about all of that. But according to him, we have, you know, reclaimed extraterrestrial craft technology, back engineered it, and we it's just being held secret, covered up, kept from the rest of the public. So, I think it. I think 
us becoming a type one civilization all hinges on how long they can keep this cover up of the UFO alien thing going. Yeah. Agreed. I think it's all contingent on that because if the technology is there, if it's yeah, that's real, much that will revolutionize saying, everything. Yeah. Imagine, imagine boarding a flight and instead of getting in an airplane, you're getting into a flying saucer. You have to harness in. You have to put a little like space helmet on. Imagine the complaints that will come <laughs> in then. Hey, I have be no better. room. My helmet is too small. But literally, what if in the future you want to go to, let's say, Europe you hop in this flying saucer and then literally beep boop beep few buttons they push beep, boop, beep. and then your craft literally makes a tear in space time travels through it through another dimension <laughs> pops out on the other side Damn, in Europe within like a few minutes or less wow that's the possibilities that is the possibility sounds fucking crazy but it's true mhm it is true so yes i think we're becoming closer she said, I think the reason people are becoming more sensitive about a lot of things are because we are waking up and realizing how the media and government has controlled our thoughts and feelings for so long without us knowing it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Sorry, that was a very weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I do that so much in the podcast. I drive myself crazy. But yes, I agree. I think the same thing. She said, sorry if this makes no sense. Higher ramblings. Higher ramblings. Hell yeah. <laughs> Higher thoughts. No, I agree that I think a lot of people is sense like if this has been a very sensitive time and I think people are like, you know, but it's because we're able to look at everything Mm -hmm. through an objective lens. You know, we're not we're not forced to one form of media like back in Mm the 1950s that you go get your fucking newspaper and get your news. Like, yeah, and you're connected to more people that are questioning the same things as you. So you don't feel as alone. There's communities for everything. Everything that's been like the probably the biggest thing. Of this century. Yeah. Between Reddit and WikiLeaks and, you know, all these other websites. I mean, you can be a whistleblower. You can be an insider. You can be a hacker. You can be all these different things and release very, you know, critical information to the Internet anonymously that you would have never been like, how would it how would like a hacker have been able to do that back in like 1945? They can't hack the newspaper. They wouldn't be able to leak that information the same. Mm-mm. So it's opened us up to this whole, you know, Pandora's box here to a whole nother dimension. So it's I don't a know. whole bitch for them to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. For them. I always just say them. Y'all know who I'm talking about, though. What? Well, it's like it. And that's why it's so important that we keep the Internet open and free and, and make sure that the governments of the world don't decide to censor uh, certain things like they have been. Uh, this past year censoring various types of channels and stuff, you know, trying to clear clean up fake news and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, we all know there's fake news, but, you know, there's also a lot of a lot of things that are getting, you know, sort of wiped off of the, the face of the Internet that maybe shouldn't be. So we have to be wary of that. And like, I know a lot of you were asking us about Article 13, which fuck if let's let's all hope that doesn't fucking uh, come to fruition because. That's going to really um, hinder what people can upload in uh, the EU. So oh, right. that's going to be a fucking disaster for all of us. I mean, yeah, I've for been reading about that. Creators in the UK, especially, but yeah. anywhere like, you know, like you guys that are over and like we have a huge audience in the UK and, you know, in that area. And you guys may not be able to like listen to certain things if. YouTube deems it copyright. It's just like this whole mess of things that they're trying to do. So hopefully that doesn't fucking pass. But 
Um, yeah, so that's my rant on that. But let's get into this week's story. And now it's time for Woke News This Week. Thank you, Morgan. <laughs> Today's first story is Gatwick Airport Drone Chaos. This is fucking nuts, man. I'm sure you've heard of this. I'm no. sure all of you. No. Wait, what? maybe. I don't think so. Dude, one of the largest, Britain's second largest airport had to shut down. It's like up to five times, but three days last week completely because unidentified drones is what they're calling them have been flying over the airport and over like into the runways and shit like that. Oh, wow. And they don't know who they are. They have, they have no idea who's operating the drones. And this has what? been going on since last week and even up to today is still happening and they still haven't been able to completely deal with it. So, okay. So question. My first question is we have a drone and when we fly our drone into area that is uh, airspace control, you know, a you place can't. You, you can't do it. Like it literally shuts off. If you try to fly, it'll stop and just like stay in the air until it dies pretty much. Like it will not. So how the fuck is this happening? Well, we don't know what kind of drones they are. We don't even know if they're drones oh, altogether. I guess you could program your own drone. Well, so what like you could do. to buy one from like one of those brands that have that. Or do they all. No. Well, that's the thing is like you could probably get works. a drone that doesn't have the limitations that like the digi drones have where mm. you can't fly in. Like if I were to like I can't fly my drone next to an Air Force base because it's restricted airspace. Mm -hmm. So like if I tried to like Kendall said it would just. It would it I, it may we not even take off if I was in it, but if I was outside of it, I could take off. But as soon as I try to go there, it would just stall it. Like, like so, one time we were in Florida <laughs> and we were really close to Universal, and we were like, "Let's get a cool drone shot of like kind of kind of outside of Universal and just of downtown Orlando." So we like pulled over to this field. We thought we were like all good. Josh like goes out and does the drone. All of a sudden, the thing stops. It completely froze up there. And Josh is like, I'm sitting in the car, like just watching Josh freak out. He's like looking up like, oh, my God. I was God. having a mini panic yeah, attack. I think you were having a panic attack. I had to come calm you down. So I like, run over to him and it was just frozen there because there was like a helicopter tour ride thing nearby that we didn't know about. And that was restricted airspace. So Josh flew into the restricted airspace and it, it doesn't let you go into it. So right before he was about to get into that area it just completely froze <laughs> and so we had like 10 minutes of footage of it just like sitting there yeah and josh was so panicked because he's like is it gonna die and just fall out of the sky but i mean the technology is pretty cool it just um when it ran out of battery it just flew home and landed itself josh yeah. had no control over it so it was, was kind of crazy like we were worried it was gonna fall out of the sky and like fucking kill someone or hit somebody or like the the worst case scenario is the helicopter flies into it or something yeah. or it like fucks oh something my up God, yeah. and brings it down like that. I mean, not yeah. that that would probably happen, but fuck, I mean, that would be that very would be crazy. Scary. It scares you because I would be yeah. held liable and yeah. I'd go to fucking prison. You're for very like, cautious with it, too. And yeah, so that I don't was take like, risks with it, especially sure. since that. Like we didn't we're now we're double checking everything. But but that's what's so that's crazy so about this. Yeah. This ongoing fiasco is because. They don't know. We still don't know what types of drones we are. They've only recovered one of them that was damaged. And so they're now trying. What you can do is you can actually pinpoint with a lot of work. You can pinpoint where the person flying it is from. But they could be far away. Like these drones nowadays can go like a mile down. Like you could be like or maybe more. You could be hundreds or maybe even thousands of yards away from the airport. 
and fly it in there and be way far away and then oh shit they shot it down then you just take off and they would never find you like so that's the thing with this is they they have not found anybody they arrested this couple this 47 year old man and 54 year old woman from crawley um and they actually searched these guys' house but they came out and said that after investigating them they clearly weren't uh suspects anymore in this thing so there's nobody else has been arrested they're offering a fifty thousand pound reward for information leading to the capture because they're worried yeah this is disrupting so many like flights are getting like I can't the even imagine the airlines, yeah. how pissed people are. Oh, yeah. People are like sitting in planes for mm-hmm. hours and mm-hmm. hours and hours because it's grounded. They won't let them take off. Oh, that's so you just so have to annoying. sit there on the runway. We've had to do that, but not for that long. 140,000 passengers stranded. Damn, dude. That's crazy. This is the biggest disruption since the Ice- Icelandic volcanic ash cloud of 2010. The hell? So is there any chance this could be like not a drone? It could be like a UFO or something. <laughs> That's funny Anything you bring that up. Anything juicy like that? No, it's funny you bring that up because, yeah, there's one drone expert that believes it might be UFOs, which UFOs is just unidentified flying objects. So yeah. I don't know if that could means be saucers or what because spies. we don't know what kinds of drones they are. They haven't identified it. They don't know what it is. But the fact that they're just like they like come in and then they just disappear out of nowhere. Like they just kind of like vanish, it seems like. And it seems to me like if these were just like ordinary ass drones, like I feel like they would have been able to deal with these by now. And like, how many can these guys possibly have like of these drones that they can continuously bring them in there? But that that's the whole thing with this is that the police don't have any way like you can't you could try to shoot real bullets at mm-hmm. them and try to shoot out of the air. But that creates all kinds of problems. You can't have just like Especially, bullets flying yeah, everywhere near the airport. That's yeah, hard. exactly. So the only thing you can do is get special technology like there's actually like drone guns like drone sniper guns that can laser beam the shit or they can even like hack it figure (laughs) out the radio frequency and hack it but that's what they're trying to do now they have to bring the military and everything they're trying to get some specialty equipment to try to capture these drones because still going on they still don't know what the fuck's going on because i mean they're worried that one of these drones might get too close to a plane taken off and shit. If that goes into the engine the right way or something and causes a, a little explosion. I mean, who knows? I mean, and who knows what these drones are carrying? These drones could be carrying bombs for all we know. They could have explosives in them. So they can't obviously, you know, just take off and land with these potential, you know, hazards flying around. So I don't know. I thought, I thought that was really interesting and it's been causing quite a stir. And if you guys are, over there in the UK, I'm sure you guys have heard all about this, and I'm sure there's people fuming. Maybe you have, you were at the airport when uh, this was going on. So Oh, damn, yeah, let us know. You know, a lot of people thought, oh, terrorism, like this is some type of terrorism thing, but there's no indications that it is, or or maybe it's Russia or some foreign power that's trying to interfere. So, you know, there's a lot of people that are just making it, you know, making guesses as to who's flying these drones. Any everything from you know it being a UFO some sort, environmental activists, which this I don't really know how. Someone said a hobbyist doing it for YouTube hits. They yeah, would not be surprised. Yeah, but like they would have posted it by now because the story's already gone viral. Yeah, and why keep doing it? Why like why wouldn't it just get in get out? You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. But yeah, and where's the your YouTube hits then? 
Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So this professional drone pilot said, it is definitely something that is more organized in some capacity because obviously the drones that I fly and the drones that most people fly in the UK have this geofencing and we can't get them to take off that close to the, an airport. So that's why they're assuming that it might be hackers of some sort that have hacked these drones and sort of bypassed all of this, you know, uh, precautionary software, geofencing, that sort of thing. So I don't know, but what's what's the, their point? Just to, just for fun? This is just like a big prank. <laughs> Flying drones over the busiest airport. Yeah, but like they would have already posted it because the moment for it to go viral has already happened. Like it's already been in the news. Yeah, and you're going to get fucking caught and are yeah. probably arrested for this. Yeah, like, there's no way. You're going to be held liable for millions of dollars that is being... <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if it was like Logan Paul? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, guys, you caught me. <laughs> Casey Neistat or something. <laughs> it's fucking Casey. <laughs> But if anyone could pull it off, it'd be him probably. That dude knows how to fly a fucking drone. He does. I wouldn't be able to do that. No. You'd have a panic attack. I would and be die. just shitting my pants the whole time. I'd be like, oh my God. Oh my God. Too close. So yeah, we'll have to see what happens with that. But um some other news that happened this week in the US. Um, I'm sure around the world you guys hear about what our president is up to uh these days, and it's always quite juicy. But actually, some good news to report uh, for Mr. President this week is that he officially signed the new farm bill, which is very good news. This will basically legalize industrial hemp in the United States once again. So this is great news. And we talked about this in our uh, Cannabis Conspiracy podcast, which if you haven't seen that, highly recommend you listen to that one because we talk all about hemp and how hemp could literally replace so many different things in our world that is useful to our daily lives and save the planet at the same time. Yeah. So he actually signed this farm bill, which will allow farmers to start growing hemp again without issue throughout the entire United States. So we won't have to import hemp from the UK anymore or uh, EU anymore, which is great, which for those of you that don't know what, um, hemp is hemp is a part of the cannabis plant family, but the hemp family or the hemp plant contains less than 0.3% THC. So it should like, um, lower the price of hemp products. Do you think maybe like, I think lotions and stuff? I yeah, think, I think it will. Cause we've had yeah. to import a lot right. of it. So a lot of companies that use hemp products, they have to import that. So Excellent. they're paying an import export. I mean, type man, thing. hemp products are so good, but like, they're not always affordable. Like we love the, um, Literally, it's called hemp with the Z, the lotion that's made with hemp mm-hmm. seed oil. Um, I don't know. And of course, hemp bombs too. Yeah. yeah, hemp bombs, of course. But like just the lotion that we love. I mean, it doesn't have any like it doesn't have CBD in it. It's just no, hemp. No, no. I'm, I'm saying like products with just hemp in it because hemp is very hydrating, extremely good for your skin. Um, but that lotion is so pricey. It's like 13, 14, 15 bucks a bottle. So. Um, it'd be nice if like prices for it could overall go down because, yeah, it should be something that like everyone has can afford. What yeah. I'm trying to say it's so good. It is. It's hemp every oil. hemp product that I've so used is so good. Mm-hmm. You can use it. For, the hemp oil is really, really healthy for you mm-hmm. um, to for nutrients and all that kind of thing for your body. So, no, I think absolutely that we're going to see a lot more hemp farming going on. And, you know, because. And I think another good thing is it's going to kind of help 
you know, fuel the legalization of, you know, marijuana and the rest of cannabis, uh, I think is what's going to happen. Like we were just in North Carolina and it's always so bizarre yeah, <laughs> to some extent being in another, another state, especially one so different from Colorado, you know, going down to the South and, you know, East coast area and just being there and being around people that have such a different opinion about marijuana and it's highly illegal there. And, yeah, you know, it's weird. I went in Charlotte, I went to a CBD dispensary I, and I was blown away because they treated it. They treated CBD hemp just like they treat marijuana here in the here in Colorado, where it's like behind a locked door. You got to show your ID. You got to be over eight. You know, you got to be over 18 and everything just to buy CBD and hemp flour and things like that. And I just thought that was so bizarre. And I'm like, why do you guys do like, why do yeah, you guys have to do so, this? When Josh like, told me that I like almost didn't even believe it. I was like, that's all they're selling is that is so weird. That's Which, I mean, so it was like a ton of CBD stuff, but yeah. CBD has no psychoactive uh, properties to it. So yeah, it's, it's literally like, like natural. It's like aloe. Yeah, it it's would so be like stupid. going to. Yeah, it'd be like going to, you know, any other type shop. of holistic store. <laughs> Honestly, you know? it's like buying fucking oregano or something like it's literally a, an herb. It's a plant. It's plant medicine. It's like essential oils or yeah. any other type of plant medicine. I just don't understand. Especially, aloe is a good comparison. It's for healing benefits. True. From plants. Yeah. That's like what it's for. Yeah. So I just thought that was really interesting. And it was just kind of bizarre because I was like, yeah, back at home, I can, you know, walk in and buy, you know, an ounce of marijuana and, and walk out and it's no big deal. But here it's like just to get some CBD is CBD vape pen and to fill out all these forms oh, and yeah. everything. And it's like, Jesus. But and then remember, the dude was like trying to tell you some shit like, oh, yeah. Well, I think I think they were totally like being uneducated. taught to sell just CBD and hemp because I started talking to him like, yeah, I started talking to the the guy working there. And I was like, hey, I'm from Colorado, you know, and he, he seemed very unimpressed for some reason. But I was like. I was just like, Probably yeah, it's kind of, like, I was just kind of weird, but he totally was judgmental about marijuana. It was crazy. He was like, he was like, well, this is, this is so much better than, you know, the marijuana you can buy and buy on the streets and stuff. And he's like, buy, well, we don't buy it on the streets. It's called a dispensary. He's like, this oh stuff doesn't God. get you high like that does. And basically just dismissing like. Obviously has no clue, like yeah. probably doesn't even smoke marijuana. Yeah, there's honestly. so much there's so much research to back up just like how much THC actually helps C B D work better for well, people. Well and THC like, on its own. Well that that my was my grandpa was literally uh prescribed a little bit a tiny bit of THC just to kickstart his C B D. Yeah. Well, pain. that's why they pair them up together because they work better together. Right. And that's what I told this guy. Uh, this guy was trying to tell me that no, marijuana has wrong. no medicinal benefits to it that cbd is the only thing that is good and that there we shouldn't even be using marijuana essentially and i was like actually i think thc actually has a lot of medicinal benefits so and he got all like bitchy with me after that i was like okay dude do your research man but i I don't know i just thought that was interesting and i think i think you know with hemp being legalized across the country again i think hopefully Cannabis can start catching up because what the hell? Why is it legal in Canada? Not here. Like, what the hell? All right. But, oh, the other thing that Trump did is he created or he signed an executive order on this past Tuesday 
for the creation of the U.S. Space Command, which the Space Command, or the idea of it, is to streamline command and control of time-sensitive operations and to consolidate space operations under a single authority, under a newly created Space Command. It would also be a response to what news outlets have called a space arms race. U.S. politicians have raised concerns, for example, over world powers like China and Russia developing possible anti-satellite technology. So this is this finally got signed in, and now we just have to get it through Congress in order to get funding and all that kind of stuff for it. But it's this whole idea of a space, you know, space force and space command, and actually having a military branch dedicated to space is just such an interesting concept to think about. Because it's like, are they really doing this for this space arms race? You know, like this anti-satellite technology that China and Russia are, which they are. They are putting these types of things, possibly even satellites that are equipped as weapons into space. So do we need to have some type of space force, which we don't even have like spaceships that can really like fly around in outer space. So it's like the space force is going to be working on the, the surface of the planet. Like what's the point of it? That's true. That is true. But like, I feel like we want to have it like prepared for when we do when like if if we were to like discover that there were alien beings don't you think we should like kind of be ready yeah well that's that's the other side to it is maybe they're doing this sort of in preparation yeah that's what i think that it's in for. preparation for an alien invasion yeah i mean i don't think it's like that a lot of people think it's like super wasteful and i totally i totes getcha and it, if only like money was unlimited but I do think this is like important. I I do. I, I do too, honestly. Like I'm surprised we don't have something like this already. Like I think people just think it sounds wacky because Trump's put his name attached to it. They're probably like, if anyone's wacky enough to get this through, it's Donald Trump. Because people be like, oh, he's just like Donald Trump making a space force. Like if any other president tried to do this, they'd be like, what? Like imagine if like Obama tried to make a space force. Yeah. The shit yeah. you get. But for Trump, it's kind of like, all right, it's just another day. And we're like, at least it's, it's not. By, you know? At least it's not this, you know. Yeah, it's, you like, know, it's like the least of what tearing the country apart, you know. Yeah, so I I don't know though. I think it's like important. I do too, because when you think about the bigger picture here, that you know there is extraterrestrial life out there, and maybe they are observing or or contacting us. And what if you know there's this what if of what is what 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 what, what if there is. <laughs> <laughs> alien species out there that is fucking just evil man what if they don't they want to destroy us what if they want to attack you know it sounds sounds like some science fiction shit but it's possible anything's possible possible anybody that's like oh aliens would be too far evolved to want to attack us but it's like i believe there's you know good and evil out there no matter where you're at and why wouldn't there be some type of evil alien species out there or what if you know, we have a treaty with them right now. And once that treaty expires, it's it's all hands on deck, you know, like to yeah. defend Earth, you know? Yeah. What if we end up having to defend Earth from something? Or Exactly. Like, we should probably be ready. But I do understand that, like, money doesn't go grow on trees. we got to prioritize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they're not even, they're not even giving them that No, it's that not much that much money. money. Um, it's $800 million over five years. So... Just to get the the groundwork for the space force, so oh. we still got. Is that for hmm? space? 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just making sure. So 13. Oh, no. So it is. It's 13 billion for the Space Force over five years. Right. What is 800 million? No, it'll be 800 million over five years just to get the space. So the Space Command is like separate from the Space Force. The Space Command is like the framework for the Space Force. So it's going to cost that just to get the Space Command. And then to get the actual Space Force, it's going to be a decent amount of money. I just feel like, I honestly feel that they've probably already had this going for a while that it didn't just start. And um, maybe, you know, this is now just, this is like kind of a way of disclosing it. Because I feel like they didn't just start doing space army stuff. Like we know how much money has been going secretly yeah. into the military into undisclosed projects and stuff yeah i think there absolutely so, could be a secret space program out there that is unacknowledged that has been doing things in outer space to all sorts of capacities and we just haven't known about it like it would be completely possible i mean why the fuck haven't we gone back to the moon like what the hell yeah. we went to the moon and then we came back and we're like <laughs> we're all right good. we saw everything we saw to see you know we saw everything we wanted to see so we're coming home we and we're never selfies. going back yeah or, you know, there's more to the story there that yeah. we don't know, which seems more likely to me since literally they're covering up so many things and we we get little tidbits and pieces that trickle out through various methods that reveal things that were like, holy shit, that was actually going on. Like, like the fucking CIA doing the remote controlled dogs and all that shit last week. So I wouldn't put put it past anybody or anything for them to have some sort of secret space program or military out there. So I don't know. Thought that was interesting. But before we get into talking about some just interesting shit about Christmas and just kicking it, kicking it with our, our dogs and talking about some of that shit. Want to uh, thank our first sponsor today. All right. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So yeah, we, we celebrate Christmas and you know, we just thought, you know, what do we know about Christmas? Not shit. Uh, I didn't know too much because, you know, you always get, you know, the the story of Christmas from usually from your parents. Your parents tell you what Christmas is about or maybe or whatever Charlie Brown is. Christmas <laughs> teaches mm-hmm. you what Christmas is about. But where did the word Christmas actually come from? Why do we say Christmas? Do you know? Mm-mm. Believe it or not. Christmas is a shortened form of Christ's mass. Christ's mass. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> I was about to say, is it Christ mass? Christmas. Merry <laughs> Christmas. It is derived from the Middle English Christ Christmas, which is an old English word that was first recorded in 1038, followed by the second variation of the word in 1131. So this goes back very, very far back in old english yule referred to the period corresponding to december and january which was eventually equated with christian christmas noel entered english in the late 14th century and is from the old french noel itself ultimately from the latin meaning birthday all right so obviously i think most of us know the actual story of christmas especially the biblical story because at the end of the day the Christmas for many is, you know, a religious holiday in some fashion because 
we're talking about the birth of Jesus, which did you did you grow up knowing about that story? Oh yeah. Well, my parents thought it was important you that I understood I what it was. Yeah, but like we weren't religious, but my parents still brought us like almost pretty much every year that I could remember I went to church and um went to like the family service. It was like low key. It was like under an hour, kids singing, but they like did the whole, you know, story of Bethlehem, the whole story. So you went through the whole Christmas story of like Jesus is born in Bethlehem to Mary oh, yeah. and then Yeah. So you know mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah, I know the songs. I know the I know what happened. The wise men oh, and the angel. Town of Bethlehem. I mean, we all know the Christmas carols. <laughs> Shit. I <laughs> they've been pounded into my brain yeah, forever. Dude. And I sing them all year round. I really do. So what's interesting to me though is that we celebrate Christmas on uh, December 25th because that's Jesus's birthday, right? Wrong. Which is, is not right. Yeah. No. We don't know what his birthday is. I've heard it's like July. I thought it was like July something. It's speculative because we don't even know exactly when Jesus was around. Like for mm. sure. I don't think we even know definitively the dates that Jesus was on the planet or damn. if he was on the planet at all for all we oh, know. Oh, damn. Don't There's even some, say that. Here's the Christmas conspiracy, guys. <laughs> Jesus never existed. Oh my god! No, it's seriously a, the no. Uh, there's so much like documented stuff of him. He was clearly a real person. Are you sure he wasn't just a mythical being um, like Zeus from Greek mythology? Well, I feel like if he was a mythical being, they would have like gotten a little more creative with it. He would have had some like powers hmm. on Earth. He did have some fucking powers. Oh yeah, he did, huh? He could turn like, water to wine oh, and yeah. healed the sick and the blind but like something cooler why didn't he have like some like arrows on his back like Zeus (laughs) did some uh, lightning bolts you know he could shoot lightning out of his fingers or something (laughs) no but I'm saying I think there I think there's well documented history of Jesus being a real person like most historians say he was a real person yeah yeah because I mean I think we know that like Mary his mother was real and Mm -hmm. you know I think if, if anybody's got the history on this, it's probably the Catholic Church probably has has that shit archived somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. deep in there, <laughs> deep within their miles of underground tunnels filled with who knows what. But uh, yeah, so I, it's just interesting that we, you know, settled on December 25th because a lot of people think that which I, which the whole idea of like the virgin birth and all of that is still very interesting to me. You know, mm-hmm. something I, I've never been able to fully accept of like, you know, Mary conceived Jesus like from God. Mm-hmm. And if Jesus was born on December 25th, then he would have been conceived during the spring equinox. So like March. If he developed as like a normal like that's a whole thing, right? It's all this debate of whether Jesus was some type yeah, of supernatural God, otherworldly being or he was just a normal, normal dude. And yeah. that's the that's the debate, but we're not debating today. No, please no. <laughs> you know me; I always love to debate oh, Christianity. Tired. But where does Santa come into the picture? The idea of Santa Claus is an interesting one. The legend of Santa Claus can actually be traced back hundreds of years to a monk named Saint Nicholas. It is believed that Nicholas was born sometime around 280 A.D. near in Patera, near Myra, in modern day Turkey. Much admired for his pity and kindness, St. Nicholas became the subject of many legends. It is said that he gave away all of his inherited wealth and traveled the countryside helping the poor and sick. 
Kind of sounds mm. like Jesus. Or Santa. Yeah, or Santa, exactly. <laughs> but one of the best known um, St. Nicholas stories is that he saved three poor sisters from being sold into slavery or prostitution by their father. So se- sex trafficking, essentially. The father's wow. trying to sell these three sisters into prostitution by providing them with a dowry so that he could be married. Over the course of many years, Nicholas's popularity spread and became known as the protector of children and sailors. His feast day is celebrated on the anniversary of his death, December 6th. This was traditionally considered a lucky day to make large purchases or to get married. By the Renaissance, St. Nicholas was the most popular saint in Europe. Even after the Protestant uh, Reformation, when the veneration of saints began to be discouraged, St. Nicholas maintained a positive reputation, especially in Holland. Hmm. That's interesting. I wonder if anybody still like, you know, like I wonder if anybody out there like prays to St. Nicholas. Nicholas. Interesting. That would be. Because that's the whole thing with Catholic or Catholicism is that you can can pray to to different saints for different things. Is there a number of saints? Like there's a lot. I don't know the number. It's a lot though. Yeah. I've always been curious about that. I don't know much about Catholicism. Well, (laughs) we'll put it on the list. Catholicism and the Vatican. I find it so interesting. It is. It is very interesting. I love, I love just looking at religions now Mm -hmm. from like this perspective of not being in one or a part of one, Mm -hmm. but examining all of them from just an outside perspective. Mm -hmm. I just find it so interesting. Yeah. That's why there's like so many classes and stuff like that. I've always wanted to take a religious studies class, but I was an elementary ed major. So like, Oh my gosh, all my classes were so laid out for me. I didn't get to take anything that was just like by choice, but I wanted to take religious studies so bad. Everyone I knew that took it like had, were just so interested in it. Yeah, no, that's what I've heard too. If honestly, I, I would go back and do like philosophy or something. I would find like learning about all the different philosophers you know, uh, Nostradamus and uh, uh-huh. Hermes and uh, Plato and all these these uh, famous philosophers. Yeah, dude, they knew some shit. They knew some. They it's knew so a lot of things. The wisdom God. they had is crazy. But anyway, Saint Nicholas made his first inroads into American popular culture towards the end of the 18th century, and in December 1773, and again in 1774, a New York newspaper reported that groups of Dutch families had gathered to honor the anniversary of his death. The name Santa Claus evolved from Nick's Dutch nickname, Sinterklaas, a shortened form of St. Hmm. Nicholas. Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas. St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas. So this is, this is just explaining how Santa Claus, like how this becomes such a huge thing. Like Santa Claus is like the name, the face for Christmas now. Yeah. So like, it's interesting to know how did that develop? How did we get here? You know? Yeah. So in 1804, John Pittard, a member of the New York Historical Society. Pintard. Pintard. What did I say? Pittard? Yeah, that was funny. It just sounded funny. <laughs> just reminded me of the hangover. Race. <laughs> <laughs> funny movie, by the way. But John Pintard, a member of the New York Historical Society, distributed woodcuts of St. Nicholas at the Society's annual meeting. The background of the engraving contains now familiar Santa images, including stockings filled with toys and fruit hung over a fireplace. In 1809, Washington Irving helped to popularize the Sinterklaas stories when he referred to St. Nicholas as the patron saint of New York in his book, 
the history of New York. As his prominence grew, Santa Claus was described as everything from a rascal with blue three-cornered hat, red waistcoat, and yellow stockings. A rascal. Yeah, to a man wearing a broad-brimmed hat and a huge pair of Flemish trunk hose. Don't even know what that is. Like hose or like a... Like pantyhose. What the hell? Like over your whole legs. So he wore pantyhose? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so so how did that version of Santa Claus evolve into the mm, modern day now. Santa that we have now? So yeah. that's way different now. It is. It's way different now. It's very commercialized too. So gift giving, which is obviously centered around children, has been an important part of the Christmas celebration since the holidays rejuvenation in the early 19th century stores began to advertise christmas shopping in 1820 and by the 1840s newspapers were creating separate sections for holiday advertisements which often featured images of the newly popular santa claus so this is going all the way back to the early 1800s wow that's pretty crazy yeah that's really old i thought it kind of got popular like during uh like around thanksgiving when thanksgiving got popular which was like the great depression no, this is before. But way before that, yeah. I didn't Santa realize Claus it was, was like really really popular at that yeah, point, though. Yeah, it know? was. In fact, in 1841, thousands of children visited a Philadelphia shop to see a life-size Santa Claus model. It was only a matter of time before stores began to attract children and their parents with the lure of a peek at a live Santa Claus, which still goes on today. People still bring their kids to the mall to meet Santa Claus to this day. But it wasn't until the early 1890s that the Salvation Army needed money to pay for the free Christmas meals they provided to needy families. So they began dressing up unemployed men in Santa Claus suits and sending them into the streets of New York to solicit donations. Obviously, those familiar with Salvation Army Santas have been ringing bells on the streets of corners of American cities ever since. So over 100 years, you know, like people Mm -hmm. dressed up as Santas, ringing the bells. You always see them at, you know, grocery stores and, and stuff in the U.S. You see... Around this time of year. It's kind of weird. I haven't seen any this year. I don't know. I feel like they're kind of fading out a little bit. But yeah. Um, It seems it's interesting, though, like Santa wasn't really like Santa as we know it until Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola was actually really responsible for like the final version of Santa Claus that society uh, accepted. Because, yeah, one of their like original drawings was one of the first ones. Of him being depicted how he was with like the cherry cheeks and the, just the whole Santa get up. Um, so. Yeah. It's interesting how it's Christmas is so commercial. It is. Thanksgiving. It's was I don't know if you guys saw my video on it, but Thanksgiving was basically officially made a holiday to encourage the shopping for Christmas <laughs> to give people more time for Christmas shopping. Kind of start the holiday season off. Do you think that we've lost the meaning of Christmas or what do, what does Christmas even mean? I don't know. I mean, to me, it's always just been like about family. It's just been a, it's been a, like, I've always said, and it's said it's like a time for raining it all in. Like you just get everyone together, kind of like check in with each other, try to see everybody and tell everyone you love them. Like, that's what it means to me. But I don't know. What do you think of the site? So one of the biggest debates in, in, the U.S. especially, has been this idea of there being a war on Christmas. <laughs> and that sorry. we oh need to put God, the Christ problem. back into the mass. Oh the Christ back in the mass. We need to... 
this I, so basically this is an idea that is obviously popular with with uh, people that are Christian or people that are religious that they feel like Christmas has gotten to the point where it's not about you know Christ and his birthday anymore and it's more about Santa and the toys and and you know yeah. all of that all of the commercial commercialism involved with with the holiday you know that it we've lost touch with what it's really about but you know that's there's there's two sides to this right like what is your thought on people that get angry and are upset that I just think it's not that we're serious. not you know that we're not you know saying Merry Christmas to everyone anymore then you go and, say Merry Christmas no one's saying you can't you know yeah no I, I don't understand why anyone's upset that like people aren't celebrating Christmas the way that they want to that's so bizarre to me God pick a different problem how fucking stupid Oh, I, I mean, know, honestly, but there's a lot of people that are legitimately pissed about this and actually forming, well, you know, Liberty, world Liberty Council, which uh, is basically Stop. a litigation uh, organization related to evangelical Christian values. They believe the true meaning of Christmas Bitch. is forgotten everyone and the holiday is under attack. It, everyone loves Christmas. It is not going away. <laughs> Trust me. The day that Americans give up Christmas... Is the day that pigs literally fly. That's not going to happen. Well, it's like I think I think there's this evolution in our culture and in our society that these people just need to accept. I, I yeah. think that's the bottom line is like because when you look at this idea of there being a war on Christmas, it goes back to, you know, how things used to be and how, you know, a lot of really conservative fundamentalist Christian type people would prefer us go back to the way things were back to old traditions where you know everybody basically kind of conformed to the standards of christianity i mean that's i don't know any other way to put it is like they're upset because people that choose not to be christian and choose not to follow christian values don't you know they feel like they don't respect christmas for what it is uh, which i think is kind of true but at the end of the day, I think that everybody can still celebrate Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate this time of year the way that you want to. I mean, this is a free country, yeah. free world. Like everybody like can I do said, what they want. This is a non-issue. Like yeah, this but is people dumb. are pissed about it. Every year, people get pissed about it. And they're saying that public schools won't recognize Christmas anymore, which there have been schools that don't like put up Merry Christmas or even, you know, let people let teachers say Merry Christmas to their students and stuff. Like, do you think there's a problem with that? Like, do you think that's taking it too far? Or do you think that we should just, we we need to continue Why just being inclusive? Of, like, it's school. They can hear happy holidays at school and then come home and hear Merry Christmas from their parents. Why does it fucking matter? I just don't get it. This is such a dumb issue that, like, I can't even really give a opinion on it without like can't wanting give to laugh. a fuck about so it yeah. yeah i have zero fucks to give about this nothing zero fucks can't must drop a single fuck for this one yeah what do you guys think about I don't this think christmas is under attack i think people need to i don't either the fuck down i There's think actual people under attack in this world you want to talk about under attack well, let's talk My about all God. the people whose actual rights are being taken yeah. away you know yeah. the people that are getting Stupid. beat up because they're you know gay or lesbian you know there's a lot bigger issues here there's still yeah. racism going on like the fact like well i, I mean, just think even if it's like if it's a christian thing and they want to be fighting for a christian issue there's plenty of christian issues there's plenty of 
you know, people like Christians in the world they could be raising money for or like um, drawing attention to injustices happening to Christians in the world. I'm sure there are, right? So it's like, why Absolutely. is Christmas on the home front and how people are decorating and doing or shit? Or like, remember and like, the Starbucks fiasco yeah, the, the other? The, it's yeah. so stupid. Honestly, it's good marketing for Starbucks. Like, they're probably like, come on, get mad at us again. But look, there's no cups this year. What the fuck? There's no Christmas cups. I didn't cups. even realize that. Yeah. They stopped. Starbucks, you gave in they got to the shit. complainers. We like the cups. I know. That's stupid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's, it's a hard world out it's there, It's horrible. It's really horrible. 2019 is going to be really rough. But, yeah, I, but, but I, I just think, think this is a stupid it, issue. It is. A, it's just... People need to realize that we are evolving, we are changing, we are we are becoming a more inclusive society. And that's all. Part when of you are getting upset growth. about a public school or a government building yeah. not do, saying Merry Christmas anymore, not you know, not putting up a Christmas tree, whatever, in something related to Christmas, yeah. I don't think you can be mad about that. No, because yes, maybe they used to do it, but. That was back. It was a different time then. It was di a different time. P we didn't have the same access to things. We, you know, it was just different. Like things have evolved and people want to feel inclusive and you're excluding people when you're just, you know, especially when you're a government entity or a public school where there's all these different cultures and religions yeah. being represented. And you're basically just saying like, the Christian one is the right one and is the only one that we should care about. You yeah, know? I think and it's it's not schools being like, you're not allowed to say Merry Christmas. I think they're like reminding teachers to like to be cautious. Like we have a lot of different religions in our school. Just like be inclusive. Um, it's like it's just so silly. Like if I wish these people could imagine themselves being the religious minority somewhere and being forced to participate in something or like celebrate a hall or have a Christmas party when you're not like really, you know, it's just, it's, it's odd. I'm, I think in that sense in schools, just because I've spent time in schools, um, I've worked, you know, with like under a teacher when I was in high school and she, she explained to me like how important it is that they are switching these to like holiday party versus Christmas party. And instead of Halloween, they say fall festival, like they try to use as many, like all inclusive terms as possible, which I think is good, but I don't think it's as like, it's not like if you say Merry Christmas in the school, they're going to like no. take you down. No. <laughs> it's like so hey, dramatic for people to get mad about this. I think it's just society as a whole, like just people learning. Being sensitive, like we've man. been learning things, you know, people were saying, um, like gay in a really negative sense or like saying things about, ago, yeah, saying things about African Americans. And, yeah, yeah. But I'm, for example, like, People didn't realize that that's like not a good, I guess this is a shitty ex example for Christmas, but what I'm trying to say is like over time we learn what is right to say and what's not. And like, it's just natural for that to happen over time. It doesn't mean like someone's trying to steal Christmas. We're just trying to make no. the world better for everyone and make sure everyone feels respected and included. Yeah, but we're not prohibiting you from celebrating it the yeah. way that you want to. And I don't think like someone who's like, not Christian is gonna like flip out if you say Merry Christmas to them. I'm sure it's happened to them plenty of times. They're not gonna be like, Oh my god, I'm offended. It's just like cat. This like is just such a, a non issue. I feel like, accident, like the seriously, the people that are complaining about it are people that celebrate Christmas. 
It's not the people that don't that are complaining like I hate when people say Merry Christmas yeah, to me. No. It's all the people that are having an, making this an issue are the are the ones are Christians that are celebrating. Yeah, that's Christmas. why there's yeah. major hypocrisy here because also like when you're getting mad about, you know, schools, public schools that are taking it out or or like government buildings or whatever are taking, you know, their trees and mangers down and things like that. It's like there's major hit, you know, hypocrisy here because these same people, these, you know, predominantly Christian individuals are the same people that are like the cons protect constitution, protect your rights, protect all these things. But at the same time, they're forgetting that one of the fundamental things of our constitution is the separation of church and state. And which is they, just they do not skipped. like a lot, not all, but some do not like that, you know, do not mm -hmm. um, want to conform to this idea that. You know, we shouldn't have the Ten Commandments in front of our courthouse. Like mm -hmm. our court should have nothing to do with the Ten Commandments of the Bible, right? Yeah. It makes sense. Like, cause there should be a separation of religion, all religions, not just Christianity, not, you know, not Islam, not any of that. It should be a there should be the separation of church and state. So I, I think that's, you know, one of the main uh support arguments for this war on Christmas is like we're not warring on Christmas. We're just doing warring. What the we're not warring so, on Christmas, so. you guys. Okay. Yeah. There's no warring going on here. Yeah. People just get all bent out of shape because, like, what, like a lot of people that are in this boat get upset when people at stores are saying happy holidays to them instead of like Merry Christmas, which I don't, that hasn't happened to Why me. Why do you that even often. give a fuck? Sometimes they don't <laughs> say anything to you. Are you offended at that? Too? Seriously. Yeah. What if they said Feliz Navidad? You'd be offended. Like, no. well, who gives a fuck? It's a holiday, guys. It's not just that enjoy serious. it. Just enjoy it for yeah. what it is. For Drink you. your peppermint mocha and shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's all. That's all I gotta say. Good God, I'm man. so sick of this whole like war and Christmas stuff every year. <laughs> and then this year was like, oh, people were mad that Rudolph gets bullied oh, in the yeah. cartoons. We might need to like change Rudolph. There's no bullying in it. Oh my God, are we this sensitive? It's on all fronts. I'm yeah, not, and I'm not it just. Is. It's just everyone needs to chill the on fuck one out. Side. This is all sides. Same, agreed. Everyone just needs to chill the fuck everybody, out. Everybody just needs to take a chill pill, take a puff, yeah. and relax. Take and a just, puff. Just chill out. We can all coexist. We can all be. We can all just. just I'm, I'm vibing with this uh, hippie mindset right now of just love and peace and, you know, acceptance for all. But it's the truth, man. That's what needs to happen. We talk a lot about consciousness and, you know, different states of consciousness on this podcast and, you know, in our spirituality episodes, we've shared, you know, our thoughts and things like that. And, and I don't think people understand how, how much meditation affects everything about who we are as a, as a, as a human being, as, as a spiritual entity, you know, like meditation is allowing us to get into contact with that inner self or, you know, inner spirit, soul, whatever you want to call it. And tap into, you know, potentially even something divine for all we know. So it, it really is interesting. But um, I think I want to finish uh, today's episode up with some uh, interesting Christmas crimes. Christmas crimes. Yeah, because. Always wonderful. <laughs> this one is kind of funny, though, actually. So on January 5th, 2015, Randy Lang entered a Buffalo Wild Wings in California. He claimed to be Santa Claus. And brought with him a duffel bag that allegedly contained five football-sized amounts of weed, Hello. weighing at, in at over two pounds. Dude. He told customers he'd brought presents, placing samples of weed in their hands as they were eating their wings. That's fucking awesome. He also filled the employee tip jar 
with a hefty brick of weed. <laughs> Unfortunately for Lang, the recipients of his gifts did not react joyously as they should have. <laughs> Police were immediately called, and then he was charged with marijuana possession and, and distribution. The fuck? He was trying to do them a favor. Seriously. Damn, he really was like the real fucking Santa MVP right there, and he got nailed. <laughs> that sucks. That's the best damn Christmas you could ask for. I want a brick of weed in my tip jar. Seriously. I feel like nowadays, though, like, especially our local Buffalo Wild Wings would be pumped. They'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah. All the servers would be like, bag. all right. All right. Yeah. We'll take that. Uh, it's probably like normal. They're like, oh, there's weed again. Who wants it? This one is called Christmas Shopping on Ecstasy. So in Berlin, wow. <laughs> so in Berlin, they are known for having some of the best Christmas markets in the world. Every year, is that true, German folks? Yes, they Christmas like, markets. England, uh, uh, I think it's kind of a European. Yeah, thing, European isn't it? countries have these cute Christmas markets. I'm so jealous. We don't do Christmas markets here. It's a big thing there. I um, I, I think it's because this. I I think they take it way more seriously and and. Like, I don't know. You guys let us know that are over in, yeah. in, Euro in Europe. and Sarah was just there. Sarah Ray Vargas. I'm not sure like? how many of you guys know her. She's a friend of ours. But um, she was just in Austria and in uh, Venice. Or no, sorry. Um, Vienna. Venice. Sorry, Vienna. Vienna. I was like, sorry. Venice. That's in Italy. <laughs> yeah. But she went to a Christmas market and there was, she showed video of it. And it just looked so like busy. Like it was popping. Uh, and it was a while ago, too. It was like a week or two ago. So it wasn't even that close to Christmas. But it's like a huge thing over there. I'm really jealous. I wish we had Christmas markets. We have like markets in the summer, but no one does markets in the winter, I feel like. We don't really do like everything in the U.S. Like the difference between. We like Walmart. Yeah. The difference between <laughs> Europe, I feel like, and the U.S. is the amount of giant retail stores. Like in Europe, I feel like you guys don't have as many retail stores and giant like warehouse type depots where you can buy everything you need for everything versus here. You know, like we have a Walmart pretty much every mile or so. There's another Walmart like I hate living it's here. everywhere. Meanwhile, in Europe, you guys still buy like more local and, you know, obviously you still go to retail stores, but you guys still do markets and all that kind of thing whenever we go to other countries we like to go to the like markets and things like that because it's just it's way cooler yeah, it's, it's way, way cooler, cooler it's way, way better yeah <laughs> like quality stuff so anyway in 2011 a man dressed as santa claus <laughs> drugged over a dozen people who were at the market apparently he would approach his victims in a cheerful mood <laughs> ho 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 most often claiming that he had just become a father and thus was offering free drinks in celebration. They were laced with liquid e ecstasy. Damn, he wants everyone to get hurt. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> Charles Bloom, chief of Alexander Platt's Christmas market, offered a thousand euro reward for anyone that could find him. Unfortunately, it didn't lead to an arrest, and a year later, another drugging took place at a Berlin market. Bearing similar, uh, bearing similarities to the previous year's spree. So this guy every year gets gets a few people lit on some liquid ecstasy at the Christmas market. Santa robs KFC in England. <laughs> God. Damn. On the night of December 19, 2015 in Derbyshire, England, a man dressed as Santa climbed through the drive through window of a KFC restaurant. KFC Santa stuffed all the money that was in the register into a sack 
He brought with him and forced staff at knife point to open the store's safe. Damn. <laughs> Derbyshire police offered a pretty unhelpful description stating the man wore a red hat, red trousers, and a red jacket and had his face covered. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But, I don't know. Those are just a couple interesting Santa crimes for you. People are taking advantage of St. Nick, man. Yeah, well, I mean, I see why. Using He's like, a, you know, a friendly disguise. face. Like, when you see a Santa coming up to you, you're like... It reminds me of um that woman who... Jeez, I don't know. I don't remember any of the names. But um, she killed another woman wearing a clown suit. Because, like, you wouldn't expect it coming from that. You know, it's a friendly clown. Yeah, like, yeah. The same thing with Santa. You know, you're not going to yeah, be right. suspecting it. Because everybody's like, oh, Santa's nice. Yeah. Yeah, is there like I don't even think there is like a killer Santa Isn't there called serial like killer Krampus or something? Krampus is like a yeah, he's like almost a, a mythical oh. uh, creature that originates from the High German word Krampen. Krampen. Krampus night is a celebrated on December fifth, the eve of Saint Nicholas Day in Austria and other parts of Europe. People dress as Krampus and roam the streets looking for someone to beat with a stick. Which Krampus is an evil-looking dude, half demon, <laughs> anti-Santa. Anti-Santa. <laughs> it's like a demon, straight-up demon. Yeah, that looks like something out of the Lord of the Rings. Fuck. Honestly, are we sure it's not? <laughs> it's an orc. Yeah, well, what's in the background? It looks like it's from a movie. It does, it does kind of look like that. But yeah, so people dress up like Krampus. I've actually, I think I've seen this on Vice or something, uh, where they were filming all these people dressed up as Krampus. As they just like roam Weird. around. It stretches back to pre-Christian Alpine traditions. On the preceding evening of the 5th of December, Krampus night, Krampus appears on the street, sometimes accompanying St. Nicholas and sometimes on his own. Krampus <laughs> visits homes and businesses. Uh. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder if you guys in uh, Europe have... Uh, see this quite a bit because you like you don't see this in the u.s at all yeah like i i've think have you I've seen anybody seen dressed like up once. like krampus here no definitely not i've like heard of this maybe maybe at like a haunted house or a haunted attraction i they don't do think like we a... have even at that christmas land i was telling you about that has a haunted house they don't have it there yeah i don't i don't think you, it's even really a there. thing here yeah but i i know it's really popular over in, in europe for sure because it all kind of goes back to this like i think good and evil type thing with saint nicholas going all the way back and kind of the religious aspect of it but, yeah mm -hmm. but the last thing i was going to ask you about is just like because it's kind of funny to think about is do you remember when you stopped believing in santa or did you ever yeah not believe in santa um please share with us kindle well my mom it was so funny i think I, I remember it so well like i was in the beach in rhode island and my sister and Janelle were there too and they were playing in the water and I was up on the beach with my mom and she was like, you want to take a walk with me? And I said, yes. And then she was like, now that you're nine, you can know, like you can ask me anything you want. And I think she thought I was going to like ask her about like puberty or something. Well, of course, the first thing that came to my mind was like, is Santa fucking real? And so I asked her and I wasn't really, I wasn't already suspecting it. I was kind of, but I was still like in major denial. Like I remember someone had just mentioned it to me like that summer, one of my neighbors, like, well, how do they do that though? Like where are your, where, like how on earth would all these things show up? And he like, they kind of like 
they were stopping believing, so they were like explaining to me how <laughs> it doesn't make any sense yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. So I was like, mm, hmm. once you get, but I asked her, and she, it, yeah. dude, she literally turned to me like I just said something crazy and like started shaking my shoulders and was like, "Don't tell your sister and, and Janelle." And I was like, I remember being like so upset, like, and the Easter Bunny and the like, and I must have, yeah, I was like nine years old. Um, figuring out everything was fake. I was so sad because, like, my parents were into it. I know your parents, like, barely gave a fuck about it. <laughs> <laughs> Some parents, like, just don't. My parents were so into it. They, like, had a, yeah, you know, a, lot a of fake families boot, and they went out and got snow and, like, made Santa footprints in her house. And, like, my mom one time fake filmed herself, like, dr- literally dressed up as Santa and, like, pretended we got him on film. And um, so when I found out it was all a lie, I was really fucking mad. I was like kind of <laughs> mad at them. Um, and then I wanted to tell them. Do you so think bad. that's bad for children to go through that? I have a whole video on that. There's you think all there this could be psychology like, yeah, on it. I was going to say that I, I was seeing a survey of like people saying that they like have it teaches you to like accept lies. Yeah. And, that it's like, it has a negative effect on yeah your, psyche yeah believing all this bullshit. Yeah. There's all these like, um, like should we be lying to our know. children? For but it's like fake probably satisfaction not. For i'm sure there's some years. like negative effects but like come on it's fun like i'm not gonna not give my kids christmas it is I fun the magic of it them. is yeah. like you know as a kid like going to bed yeah, and you're all excited you can't sleep you're like oh god he's coming he's, uh, there's gonna be a presence god, under the tree me and my in the sister morning. would get so fucking lit like we used to track him on you know norad uh has that yeah, tracking yeah thing. my dad would always pull that up and sometimes there's like, a channel on tv one now time uh uh, Hillary Duff was hosting it. Um, Timberlake one time did it, like when he was really young. Um, yeah, I would just get so excited, like, oh my god, he's in Maryland! Like, we have to get to sleep soon. He's fucking on his way. Like, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I love that stuff. I can't wait till we have kids and we can do all that with them. Yeah, when we won't do, uh, we won't reveal the truth to our kids the way that. I got the truth revealed. Oh yeah, to me. let's. Sorry, I, I think I was like skipped you. I forgot. <laughs> it's kind yeah, of yours funny. was like traumatic. Very traumatic. I'm still suffering to this day. Oh my god. But um, so it was Christmas, Christmas morning, which most years it's just me and my brother, and we would get up every. I think most kids get up at like the crack of dawn. Like you get mm-hmm. up at like seven, six thirty. Sometimes like super early though, and your parents always have to like you know get up with you and stuff because mm-hmm. otherwise as a kid just go down there and start ripping shit open yeah my parents would make us like go in their bedroom we weren't allowed to go downstairs until my dad checked for reindeer poop so my dad I would go downstairs and do the reindeer poop check which is really he's like making coffee turning on the fireplace like yeah, yeah, the yeah prepping, set up. The, prepping the spot <laughs> yeah <laughs> but so um funny. no so what happened for with me is i i think i was like 10 I don't remember the exact age. My brother was six or seven. But this year we we got up and we're like, all right, let's go downstairs. And what we normally do is we like separate all the gifts. <laughs> you know, you make like a little pile of like, all right, oh, here's my gifts. Yeah. Well, I, or Virgo me would be like, of course, make a pile asking. for you. pile for, I'd organize it at the tree per person. Oh, my God. And I'd have it all set up. So my brother and I rushed <laughs> down there. And there's no fucking presence under there. There's nothing. It looks oh. exactly the same as the night before. And my brother and I are just sitting here just devastated like Santa fucking skipped us. Just like his just like upset. Like what what happened? Like so oh confused. God. Just looking at our tree, we're like, oh my God, we're not gonna have Christmas. I think Joel's probably crying. Christmas. He was oh, just yeah. like 
tearing up and I was like so sad. <laughs> He's a double water. Sign. And my parents heard us and, and they came out, which I don't even understand how this happened, but they come out and like <laughs> their faces just dropped, like their mouth just <laughs> dropped open. Like I just remember them looking so Such like no shit mortified, moment. like, oh shit. Which oh I don't know what God. happened, but they apparently went to bed without. Yeah. They just forgot putting put the gifts out. The gift. So what they would There's do is no they way. would put all the gifts in their closet. And I think my dad would usually come out and like put them under the tree like late at night. I, I don't know if like, or in the like they would wait. I think they would wait till really late. Like they would wait till like 12 yeah. or 1. That's what my parents my would My parents do. would go to bed at like 9 and they'd like wake themselves up at 12. Oh. And then go out. Yeah. My <laughs> yeah. parents... Yeah, we probably weren't asleep till midnight. My yeah. parents were partying. And shit, oh no, I so. was in bed at like eight. So oh, my mom, my mom every Christmas Eve, like late at night, she'd be like drinking her wine, wrapping presents, and watching the Christmases around the world. Like she liked to watch like Catholic mass and like, yeah, it, just really, kind of see how it is. Yeah, she was everywhere. really interested interested in that. But yeah, I would like try to stay awake as long as I could. But they would wait. So late. It must have been like two or three in the morning. No wonder they were so fucking tired the next morning. Yeah. Luckily, you gotta we have be to like, look forward yeah. to. Yeah. It's just, I'm going to pull an all nighter. I'm just going to lock them in the their tree. room so they can't yeah. come out and see it. Early. Lock them in their cages. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm totally kidding. But yeah, that, that was a pretty hard way to find out. But it's like, you know, once you find out, you're like, oh, duh. Yeah. Stupid me. So. Oh, no. Not <laughs> stupid. See, Wake up to the so reality, fun, Josh. That's, I mean, well, what'd you say? You were 10? I think so, yeah. Well, something like that. fucking, that's plenty I of time. I still had plenty of time. I yeah. was the nine, so. I did have many Christmases where I was like, oh, Santa. Because, like, my parents would write on the tags from Santa. Yeah. You'd have same. that, too. Mm -hmm. They'd but be like, like oh, I'd this gift's like, from us, but this is from Santa. And you'd be like. Dude, it's so funny. Like, my dad, the same I normally paper. knew their handwriting because <laughs> my parents, like, have, well, I mean, I feel like most people know their parents' handwriting. And like some parents will like try to write in like elf, like, yeah. like curvy. No, mine elf. never got that creative. No, my, my parents use the same wrapping paper. So I started catching on to yeah, that. Yeah, you're like. And then um, th my dad writes in all caps. Like he's always written in all caps. His handwriting's completely in all caps for everything, like checks, any anything. It's always in all caps. And it was like always all caps, the tags from Santa, like I said. So <laughs> I always kind of knew. I feel like once you kind of know, you're like, oh, yeah, I like eh, didn't want to admit it to myself. But <laughs> oh. uh, man, well, my jaw hurts Good really bad, dude. I know. God, I am like my mouth hurts so bad to even talk. It's like hurts to talk. You're I feel like I wish I could. Shape. I was thinking about it. It'd be awesome to have like cold gum. I wish they would make like gum that's like activated and it makes it cold <laughs> and like. Cause I don't know. I was like, it'd be so awesome to have like ice in between my teeth. That would actually be good. God, I have it in rough shape though. I am hoping my wish going into 2019 is that I get answers because I have no idea what I have. Like it could be anything. Today I was looking at lupus. I have a lot oh, of the symptoms of God. lupus. I know. Please no. Well, I know, but I've developed these uh, rashes under my eyes. I don't know if any of you guys have lupus, but it's been there for weeks and I looked at pictures. They look really similar. So I don't know. It's, it's just going to be like hopefully the year of figuring it out because. Uh, yeah. yeah. And th thanks for being patient with us yeah. guys with the studio and everything. And it's chill. Just been, even with like chill episodes with like this. Today, I know yeah. this wasn't as like serious yeah, and interesting as our normal one. But you know. it wasn't, you know, aliens, but. I've been in bed like I've been literally. This is like me getting up for a few hours to do this. 
Like, it's not like I'm outside of this, like, living it up, partying, you know. I'm, like, barely, you know, getting through my life, so. So. Yeah, that's a depressing <laughs> note to end on, but. But anyways, yeah. guys, um, I think we're going to wrap things up here. I've got some uh, my special Christmas cookies to bake. Yes. That I, I do every year. That it's the 23rd. So we make them on the 23rd. They're ugly as fuck. We make ugly as fuck Christmas cookies that taste good. Really good. Yeah. So, so we'll I got to get, get to bacon. But uh, Bacon. Got to make but, some bacon. <laughs> got to make that bacon. Ooh, this could work as ice. But we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We hope that you guys have a very Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, oh. Happy Hanukkah, Happy whatever the fuck a do day you whatever the fuck a do day you you uh, <laughs> celebrate, whether you or you just fuck a do you know Christmas doesn't exist to you. Have a good day. But have a good day. Peace <laughs> but out. Thanks for listening, guys. Next week we are going to come back with a year roundup of yes breakthroughs and discoveries what we you did don't want to miss year. it possibly mm-hmm. some predictions for for the following year mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting we're going to go over some uh things that you may not and we're going to be refreshed and ready hopefully yeah we'll be refreshed and ready we'll be hopefully uh, i won't be feeling so shitty then yeah we'll be uh, getting ready for next year where we are going to just bring you guys the most interesting shit you could ever possibly imagine your minds you think your minds were blown this year we're going to just keep going a mile higher every single year Keep going. Keep bringing it a mile higher. But that's it for us. Please rate, review, subscribe. Like this. Have a great, great weekend. Ho, ho, ho. Great Christmas. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. See you next time, guys.